listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome back to another week of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm Garage Guy Chase. We have a great show lined up this week for you guys. I am joined with long lost friend. Has, hasn't been on the show in almost a year now. It's, it's the homeboy, the one and only, the real one, NASCAR Joe. Whoa, what's up? NASCAR Joe. You got to pick up your mic. <laughs> pick up my mic. Right. You have to pick up the it. mic. What's up, guys? What's up? So NASCAR Joe has rejoined us. He's back. Um, been a lot of awesome NASCAR shit happening. We've uh, just got done with a big discussion talking about what we're going to talk about on tonight's show. So we'll have some NASCAR talk for you guys. Um, the show is presented by Roto Baller. That's right. Roto Baller is our new sponsor with Garage Guys Fantasy Sports. I am writing over at Roto Baller covering NASCAR along with uh, great team Scott Engel, Sean Engel, and Dan Dobish. Um, we're killing the game right now. Two weeks in, uh, we had the number one picks according uh, to Daily Overlay. So, as you can see, we're, we're making shit happen, and we want to make shit happen for you. So, if you haven't yet, get over to rotoballer.com. Check out the premium NASCAR content. Uh, the guys over at Rotoballer, me and myself included, we work really hard to bring you guys the best content each week to help you win in your DFS lineups. So get over there right now. If you use promo code GARAGE, you will get 10% off of your entire subscription. So you have no reason to do it. If you're a true Garage fam, you're going to get over there right now. You're going to win some money. NASCAR Joe's already done it. NASCAR Joe's got everything. How's it working for you, NASCAR Joe? It's, it's working good. It's working really it's good. Working it's good. it's going good. And, I mean, you know, we like to live life in the fast lane, especially as NASCAR fans. So that's how we make it happen, and you can do that as well. So, again, Roto Baller, Garage Guys Fantasy Sports presented by Roto Baller. Get over there and make it happen now. Um, before we roll in heavy to the NASCAR talk, though, there is uh, something that transpired um, over the past 24 hours on Twitter. I had to talk about it. Uh, NASCAR Joe is not on Twitter. So you're not on Twitter. Not on Twitter, no. So not on Twitter right now. It's okay though, because there are a lot of people. Uh, I've already dropped the. Uh, I've dropped it already earlier today, saying that I was going to shout everybody out that was a part of the 2019 Fantasy Twitter Slap Wars. So basically, what happened was is there was a tweet put out. Uh, I believe it was by the Fantasy Football Bros. Um, one of the uh, guys VSL at. Vivit Shag, and there's some dot, dot, dots. I can't click on it right now because I have the entire list pulled up. But VSL was wondering, hey, who are some people I should follow in fantasy football world, fantasy sports? And then the fantasy football bros hit up. They're like, follow us. We'll slap the knowledge into you. 
So I was tagged in that post originally. I believe it was uh, maybe Polly Sleepers that tagged me in that. And shout out to those guys for tagging me in that. Uh, it's always humbling to have people, you know, come at me and tell me that I'm a great resource. So it's fucking awesome. And I support the shit out of that. And I support everybody else as well that's out there on the grind doing their thing. So when he tweeted that with the gif of Batman and Robin, you know, the cartoon, it's like pow, 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 back and forth. I come back and I'm like, follow me and I'll slap the garage knowledge into you. We don't really even know what garage knowledge is, but everybody needs it. Everybody needs it. Exactly. So it's something big. It's something important. So I did that. And then somebody came underneath me and forgive me, whoever you are. I don't have your name in front of me, but they were like, it's a slapping kind of night. I see. I said, yeah, I've been gearing up for a slap war for a long time. And then this entire door just opened up and people just started like abusing the fuck out of slap gifts and it was everywhere. So we had a full on slap war. So I wanted to shout out some of the people. And if I miss you, I'm so sorry. Uh, we've got rhinos at real rhinos, R Y N O S, uh, myself at garage guy chase VSL vivid shag, um, league. V-I-V-E-T-S-H-A-G-L-E-A-G-U-E. And, of course, I can't go and spell everybody, but he was one of, like, the founders, and so they're the big guys that, like, have been a part of the Slap Wars. Um, Eric Goodman, FF Reserve, the Fantasy Football Bros, at FF Bros Podcast, Big Buck, Brian Richardson, Frank Diovich, and I hope I'm saying that right because Frank is actually my new lawyer now. We've discussed this on Twitter earlier days from New York and New Jersey. He may not be able to represent me fully, but because of the slap wars, I have adopted him as a lawyer, and I told him that I would give him promo. So if you're in New Jersey or New York right now, hit up Frank, Frank Diovich, at fantasy underscore giant. Uh, I'm guessing he's a Giants fan. We're just shouting him out. Frank, new lawyer. Now he's got your back. He does. I mean, isn't it great to find a new lawyer? Always. You can never have too much legal representation. You never know what kind of trouble you're going to get into. Exactly. So you might as well just go ahead and load up on that shit. Uh, the Fantasy Headliners, Paul Becerra, the Fantasy Fam, Gabriel Duran, or Gabriel Duran, Anthony Servino, the Fantasy Madman, Man Bear Pigskin Review. Now, this is a hot one. This is a hot topic right here with Man Bear Pigskin Review at B underscore A underscore Serious 84. Man Bear Pig, are you from NOLA? Because if you are, you need to tell us. I think I know somebody that knows you. Oh, shit. There's not a whole lot of guys named that. I think you need to holler at us. This could be Al Gore. This could be Al Gore for all we know. Okay, Commissioner Breeze. The Fantasy Moose, shout out the Fantasy Moose. Uh, they're always throwing me in different uh, different tweets about people you should follow in the fantasy world and garage guys. Um, at Doug Fall NFL, just like it sounds, definitely go hit him up. Uh, more people, more people, more people. We've got Jake FFing Throwbridge, which is a pretty tight name. Fantasy Football Starts and Sits, at Fantasy Sits. The Modge is another guy I followed for a while, at The Modge underscore NFL. That's Modge, M-A-J. Fantasy Bros FF. Jake Sealy's in here. I don't think he participated once, though, so you should have fucking participated, Jake. I know you're listening to this shit. Uh, Chris D. Wright, too. Uh, Dr. Jesse Morse. It's good to see doctors participating in slap wars, you know, because doctors, I feel like they're really caught up in the world, like going on trips to the Bahamas after they sell a lot of drugs. So it's good to see that doctors have Twitters, too. Jake. I just want to slap somebody. 
Sometimes you do, and it got really intense too. Uh, Jake Hahn, okay, American Bully IDP slash FF. You were the guy that says slapping kind of night. I see. So now I got to hit you back up uh, at call me underscore P Big Bank. Kate Magdizik, I have completely murdered your name probably. Very sorry for that one. You are also in the new uh, Dynasty League that we're a part of, and we'll talk a little more about that next week as it unfolds. Uh, Brian Fortner, Kyle Richardson, All Day Football, Ian James Brennan, Jesse Hyatt, Logan Caswell, the hashtag DFS Life, and Miguel Shapton. So if I missed anybody... I'm sorry, that was a lot of people I just hit up though, so you're listening to this. Thanks for being a part of the 2019 Slap Wars. It was dope, it was fun, we had a great time. Man Bear Pig, if you're from NOLA, holler at us. Man Bear Pig. Guys, watch out for Man Bear Pig. You remember that episode of South Park? Is it Peg or Pig? Pig. Pig? But Al Gore had that accent, like, Man Bear Pig. Man Bear Pig, holler I'm at telling us. you guys, I'm super serial. You don't, you don't remember that oh, shit? I'm super serial, guys. It's Man Bear Pig. I remember that. <laughs> Shit's dope. All right, so uh, NFL news. We're going to touch about the NFL a little bit, and we know the draft's coming up. Uh, big news. Really, there hasn't been a whole lot of huge news. Um, so I want to cover like the hottest thing that happened today. The New York Jets had a uh, new uniform release. Uh, I think they look tight. Uh, you got to see them as well. What do you think they're about pretty, them? They're pretty tight. I like them. They look, good. they look good. Okay, they look good. so they're looking good. I think they personally look good. It brings back like an '80s flair, like, and I feel like the NFL now is kind of the style itself and the culture is really going into retro shit. I mean, you see me rocking my you know Absolutely. '90s looking yeah. starter jacket Absolutely. right now. Shout out Houdat. Shout out Nola. So, I like the Jets helmets, and I'm glad they got away with that stupid bubble. I didn't really like the bubble, and the Jets. They got Le'Veon Bell now, Sam Darnold, uh, Josh Doxson came over from the, from the uh, Washington Redskins. They're going to do some pretty cool shit. So, Does it hurt to add some flair to keep guys like that? No, mm-hmm. not at all. You've got to do that from you time good, to time. You play good. Exactly. Like the Jags had like a uniform design, then they just revamped it. The Titans had one recently. Um, I think the Browns have one coming up as well. And from what I've seen with the Browns, if they're anything like the practice jerseys, I like like the font they have for the numbers. That'll be interesting. So I got to get your take. How excited are you that OBJ and Jarvis Landry? That's crazy. That's crazy stuff right there. That's going to be so interesting to see. the Just the chemistry that those guys have together. It's going to be awesome. That's It's going to be good for Cleveland. Yes. Bad for everybody else. Every LSU fan is now a Cleveland Browns fan. Would Pretty you say so? Default, yeah. I mean, you have to be. You, you're not going to root against those guys. No. You can't. So, I like going to be good stuff. I think uh, Jarvis Landry put a video out. It was uh, him. It was showing him on the top, OBJ on the bottom, or vice versa, whatever. But it was showing like when they were kids. Grew up in Louisiana. Dude, that shit brought a cheer to my eye. That's, that's hot stuff right there. It is. I'm just super excited to see what happens, what transpires with this. They're already the hottest team in the AFC North. I think they automatically get into the playoffs this year. I think they can beat the Ravens. What do you th- Okay, I don't, that face says no. <laughs> All right, tell I don't me. Know. We'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to see. I don't know if it just gets them in by default. The hype kind of builds you up. The hype does build you up. I mean, <laughs> what, what was it? On offense, we have a, we have a good-looking team. On, on paper. paper. On paper, we have a good-looking team. Freddie Kitchens. Uh, 
right. <laughs> Let's see it on the field. Freddie Freddie Kitchens is like so modest, but yet not at the same time. Kind of. I don't know. He's just a, he's a different kind of guy. So I'm excited to see what he's going to bring as far as his coaching strategy this year. But I'm just I'm ready for football. The draft's coming up. It's going to be epic, Absolutely. exciting. Um, but I, I do want to talk about some other teams. We discussed this earlier, and I want to get into it now. We've got a list of four teams that could use a jersey reboot. And we need to make it happen. So the first one that I want to talk about is the Houston Texans. So I think recently there was some controversy about J.J. Watt was talking about how, you know, they need to have the rights to the Oilers jerseys. And if you were can go back enough to remember like the Warren Moon days, like like early, like late yeah, 80s, remember. early 90s, the Oilers uniforms were fucking sick. They're pretty tight. I loved them. So seeing that back in Houston would be great because you're never going to see – I've never once seen the Titans wear that throwback only on Madden. That's only, on only, Madden yeah. that's only on Madden, That's yeah. it. They're never going to wear that. So it's like give it back to Houston. Yeah. Just like I know that you were the Oilers and then you moved to Tennessee, but give that to the Texans. Like they, they need to figure out something because if the Texans could go back to being the Oilers, that would be like the most exciting thing in the NFL in a while. And, they, and it's just like – I don't know. It's just so retro. It looks so cool, and I think that it could really attract a lot of like the younger players to get there because you already got a pretty good stack. You've got Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller's coming back. Uh, just got the news of that. He's going to be coming back healthy. Uh, they've got uh, the new tight end. They still got Lamar Miller, you know, and then you got D Hop there. I mean, it's still kind of an exciting team. Uh, I think they got Clowney back, JJ Watts back. I mean, they're still going to make a good run in the AFC South. Yeah. I think they could still be number one. Depend, well, I don't know. The Colts are really kind of stepping their shit up now with Andrew Luck. So it's going to be weird to see. But a new uniform would be good. New life. Bring some new life hurts. into them. Yeah, um, one that you mentioned was the, uh, the Redskins. So Red this is a hot Skins. one. Because not only do people want the jersey to change, they want the name to change. Right. What are some ideas that you have for name change? Oh, I don't know, man. I really don't know. I don't. I don't know what they could do different. But we gotta think, think about the they, area. They, like in Washington D.C. Like you already got the Nationals. That's that's the baseball team. Right. Um. I don't know. Like you have the Capitals as the hockey team. Maybe like and you, the Patriots should really be there. I f- well, no, the Patriots belong in Massachusetts. That yeah, we gotta leave it there. I don't know. Like um, the Colonials. Could be something. Um, what else is cool about Washington? The only thing I can think about Washington is the apple trees, I don't know. cherry I mean, trees. They could be the monumentals, I guess. I don't know. They could be the Washingtons. You yeah, got the Browns. What if they were the, just the Washington? The Washington Washingtons. Me personally, I do like. I like the Redskins. I think right. it's classic. I think that it works. Obviously, this day and time, Joe there Gibbs. are people that do have problems with it, but I don't, I don't know what you do, and I think that's why they haven't changed it yet. Is what do you change it to? You know, it's and Dan Schneider doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he <laughs> he's just, he's he just doesn't there. Care what anybody thinks. I just want to find ways to make money, guys. I don't really care what happens. He probably <laughs> buys out names. It's like, no, I don't want that name. I'm just going to buy the Trademarks, name. random Delete shit. It. Toasters. <laughs> he just does. I don't even want to know what Dan Schneider does in his spare time, honestly. I would like to know what he does you in would? his spare time. Oh, would, shit. All right, we're going to have to investigate this. We're going to have to investigate this show. That'd be interesting. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. There's all kinds of things you can do with that. Um, the Patriots was an interesting one you brought up. And the that more I thought about it, 
You remember, like, in the 90s, how they had the really flashy jerseys when, yeah. when Parcells was coaching? Absolutely. That would be epic to see. But you had a very interesting take. You're talking about how conservative they are. Very conservative. The whole team. The whole franchise is very conservative. Tom Brady just got a Twitter. That That's, like, a little, like, laid-backness. He just now got a Twitter. He just got a Twitter. He just now. He was, like, verified in seconds. So, I mean – that says a lot in itself right there. Yes, it does. So he's got a Twitter. He's, like, doing shit with The Rock. Um, he was – they had, like, a little beef where, like, The Rock pasted Tom Brady's face on The Rock's picture where he had the fanny pack. You remember that picture? Uh, from – it was, like, a picture from his house. It's, like, a viral picture of of, uh, of Dwayne Johnson where he's, like, in graduating high school. Okay, yeah. He had the fanny pack. So he pasted him on there. So then Tom Brady comes back at him and puts – his face, the Rock's face on Tom Brady's draft, like those little skinny white dude, just like, and he was just like, you need to hit the gym more or something. So Tom Brady's getting the hang of Twitter right now, but it would be cool to see. I I really am a huge fan of their throwbacks when they have the red jerseys and they have like the Patriot, like you know, getting ready to to hike the ball. Like I had the idea last year when they did away with color rush. Why didn't they just do, like, literally, I know it sounds corny, but throwback Thursdays. Like, Thursday night, you wear your classic jersey. You wear your throwbacks. And, like, that would that would be amazing, and it's so simple. That would be good to see, and I think everybody would enjoy that. Hell, yeah. I mean, especially everybody. old-timers, yeah. even young-timers. You know, we're young. Did I just make a word? Young-timers? Young-timers. We're young-timers. Young-timers. Let's do it. Trademarked by Garage young Guys. Bloods. Young Bloods, Young Timers. Um, I love the Saints throwbacks. I love their like throwback helmets and stuff. I wish they would go with a black helmet. I just want to say, at Tom Brady, we're not picking on you. Like you're the <laughs> man, but I can't believe you just got a Twitter. Like I really can't. Yeah, I have, I have a hard, I have a hard time believing that. He had an Insta for a long time. He had like the TB12. You really need to do more stuff. I mean, you got on uh, Entourage. He needs to. And you, you did a couple cameos on Entourage. Like, I can't believe you just got Twitter, dude. Come on. I think Mark Wahlberg had to, like, drag him into that. He probably did, but it was great. He's like, my brother's in this. He's like, Entourage is a great this. show. If you haven't seen it, you need Don't to. Don't let Donnie down. At <laughs> Entourage. At Entourage. I actually started Entourage a long time ago, and I never finished it. I Actually, so I just got done watching it a couple weeks ago. Oh, shit. So I... I, I watched like half of it, and then I quit watching, and then I saw the movie, and then just a couple of months ago, I just went back and watched it, and it was it was the best thing ever. Garage show of the week. Show. We're going to touch on that when we get to Garage great Talk. Show. Okay, uh, last team that we had, the Bengals. I remember the old black helmets with the tiger, and you were talking about a black helmet with orange stripes. Now it's like an orange helmet with black stripes. I mean, which way is it? Is it a black helmet with orange stripes, or is it an orange helmet with black stripes? But I think I think that they should go all black with, like, orange lettering. I think that would be tight. Just, like, we, we need, like, futuristic retro Maybe everywhere. Maybe we need a white helmet with orange stripes. I don't know. That would, that's revolutionary. I never thought about that. It is such a simple move. And I think that that would, like, really help, like, with the curse that they've had for so long. Because now with Hugh Jackson, like, being there and then possibly being gone, I don't even know what's going on with that. Haven't even looked into that recently. Are they cursed or do they just have not-so-good players? I think they have not-so-good players. Andy Dalton has had a huge decline. 
Um, I remember there was one time where he was like a good backup quarterback for fantasy, and then now he's not. I know it feels <laughs> like a curse to them, probably. It does, and like the Browns, I feel like that's the new Ohio team that's going to suck shit now because now Cleveland's great on paper. Quote: I'm on, doing quotes with my fingers. On paper. Yeah, so they're great now. Great on paper. So somebody's got to suck in Ohio. That's just like a natural thing, yeah. right? Like you got to somebody's got to suck. So like you got to take take your shit now. Uh, Pac-Man Jones has a lot of problems too. He's always in the news, so you always see him. So it's got a lot of lingering issues. So they got a new coach there now. We'll see what the hell can happen this year. But uh, definitely need a jersey turnaround. My hottest one though, Houston Texans. Please go back to the Oilers. Do it for me. I'll buy a starter jacket and I'll wear it. I promise. I'm not too biased. I still I'll love support. the Saints. We'll support that. So he seconds. So we have that seconded. So that's really all that's going on. In uh, in the NFL world that I've really paid attention to, it's been a busy fucking week. Um, I'm just we're we're really ramping up, getting ready for the draft. We're gonna have a lot more content coming out with that next week for sure. But uh, let's talk about what we came here to talk about tonight. Let's get into the into the nitty gritty. The Na- NASCAR Joe's here. Woo woo! All right, so we've talked to Joe about football. So it's NASCAR Joe time. So I, I do want to do like a quick humble brag. Is that even a thing? Humble brag. So, humble brag, um, Roto Baller for two weeks in a row, like we had already talked about, dailyoverlay.com. We have been the number one place to get your fantasy NASCAR picks. I don't think that's going to stop anytime soon. Um, we got a, another great race coming up this weekend at Bristol. I'm going to be doing my picks, getting everything ready um, over at rotoballer.com. Uh, this weekend so be sure to look into that if you haven't yet just I, I tweet it out all the time you know you follow me at garage guy chase you're going to see all that stuff everywhere go follow at nascar dfs as well that is our uh, rotoballer nascar page so we we went in the only issue i had last week with my lineup was ryan blaney when his engine blew out I, my, you, you know how like your stomach turns like when you have like money on shit. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. And we were just you having a conversation. Easy. We had the conversation that we need to go to a sports book and we need to watch the fucking race on the big screen. Absolutely. Oh man, that would be electric. But didn't get to do that. But I had uh, I talked this week about Kurt Busch, Ryan Blaney. I talked about Eric Jones, and I talked about I want to say. Oh, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting one. And that driver will probably kick me in the balls. Okay, I'm getting to it, guys. Getting to it now. Can You, you got, like, some music? Like, some Jeopardy music? Oh, yeah. Yeah, get it, get it, get it. All right, so, yeah, I did open up this week with Manny Fresh. Sorry for that little quick pause, guys. Had to get to this. Uh, yeah, how could I fucking forget Kevin Harvick? How could I forget? Sorry, Kevin. You're just like – you're one of those guys that people play every week, though. We so. have a lot of K-Harv stuff to talk about. We do. So, we had – this is – all right, interesting conversation. We're, we're going to move away from that for a little bit. But those are the drivers I picked. Uh, we'll have new ones this week. What happened last week doesn't matter. It's We're moving it to the Ford in the future. So, we had the conversation. So – all you guys know over at Garage Guys, we've been slamming Brad Kays. Ooh, we slam them hard. We slam Brad Kays. We slam them hard. Uh, NASCAR Joe has brought my attention to a new thing to slam. Um, would you like to do the honors? We actually we pound K-Harves. 
We pound K halves. We've we've moved from slamming Brad K's to pounding K halves. As for those of you that don't know, Kevin Harvick is not only sponsored by Jimmy John's, Hunt Brothers Pizza. He is also sponsored by Bush Beer. Bush. The official beer of NASCAR. Cut the check. Wow. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's like what? What is that one? That commercial every week that they overplay. <laughs> that one sounds good. What's it called? It's Bush. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. No, I've drank. I've, I've drank. I've drank my fair share of Bush beer in the day. We would. Uh, I had a good buddy of mine actually. It's. Um, it's. It's been a been a part of the show loosely in the past. Um, as one of our uh, exclusive Garage Guys characters that is Italian. Um, and uh, it goes by the name of, it uh, starts with a B and ends with a Y. So for those of you who want to put all that together. But uh, he, he's a big Bush guy. He drank a lot of Bushes. We used to drink Bush all the time. And uh, I would drink it on some hard times. I was always been more of like a Natty Light guy. Chris Busher drove the Natty Light car a couple weeks ago, I think at Vegas. He had the Natter Days car. So... It's good to yeah. see a lot more of the beer companies because we were growing up in NASCAR. We had like the Skull Car, the Marlboro Car, the Budweiser Car, Budweiser Car. Dale Jr. drove that bitch forever. We, we're starting to lose a lot of those sponsors yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, what, what's going on? I mean, the saddest thing that I ever saw leave was the Winston Cup series. It was huge. It, it broke my heart. It broke my heart. Minx is doing its thing, but I mean, Winston, the Winston Cup is what it was at. It was iconic. It was, it was just iconic. iconic. So that's the Monster Monster Energy Cup series. That's cool and all. You're still gonna make. It's gonna give you high blood pressure. So it's either like get sloppy drunk, have a wild time. '90s NASCAR, which we love. I love that fucking culture. That culture still exists. I know in Talladega for sure. Um, and uh, super excited. We're going to Dega. Garage guys is going Dega. We're gonna be on the track. We're gonna have content out the ass. I'm super excited. I'm gonna try to bag a Winston. Win- listen to me. I'm gonna try to bag a Winston Cup Series driver. That would be crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna try to bag a Monster Energy Cup Series driver for us to interview. So we're gonna be doing all kinds of crazy shit. Super excited about that. But um, you know, I, what's it gonna take? Like how are we how are we going to get this culture back? This is a question, and I feel like this is the perfect opportunity because, like, I know how heavy you are in a NASCAR. I'm the same way. I don't talk to a lot of people that are as heavy in a NASCAR usually. So, how do we get this culture built back up? What is it going to take for NASCAR to to reestablish that? What's your opinion on that? I think I think they're doing good with what they're doing now, and they're they're reaching out to different types of people to. You know, come and start the start your engines and all that stuff. It brings right. a lot of different celebrity out appearances. There. Celebrity appearances—they're pretty much everything. You know, I mean, if, if somebody is a fan of someone and they're like, "Oh, well, this guy's going to be announcing the NASCAR race today," you know, right. maybe I'll tune in. Maybe I'll watch the whole race if it's interesting. You know, I think NASCAR has done a good job of making. Race is very interesting these days, you know. Uh, and with their practices too, we talked about that. Practices are heavy. Um, that how they have everybody on the track now. The same with qualifying. It makes it more realistic. It you know it allows allows teammates to draft. That's like absolutely. the only thing that that That's people. Huge. Yeah. That's huge. They, some people are like, they, there's a big split with that though, because some people are like, oh, they get to draft. That's kind of cheating. 
But it's like, no, the, in the real race they're drafting. Nobody cares how fast you can drive on a track with, in, with no one behind you. Exactly. Right? We, we care. It's the truth. How you're going to do with cars drafting off of you, with cars on the side of you. Right. We want to see race stuff. I love that change. And then people bitch about the stages. And I think the stages are I great. I love the stages. And that I, helps. I love, I love points for the stages, too. I think exactly. that turns out it makes the whole season more interesting because it makes it more than just. It's like a solid scoring system. Used to, yeah. it's just like you go to a race and all you think is, oh, whoever wins, wins. It's like, right. no, like this is a real sport. There are different ways to get ahead. There is a championship. Absolutely. You've got you to look at it There's as a sport. There's more strategy to it these days mm-hmm. than just go out and win. It's, okay, well, maybe I can't finish first, but if I finish fourth instead of fifth, I can right. still pick up a point for this, and this is going to count in the long run. It does, and it and it transpires so well into fantasy too. And I think that I think that fantasy is going to help build the presence of NASCAR up as well, especially with the younger generation. I think the big thing for me, like the reason that it's not as heavy, like I'll watch. I don't know if you got to watch it yet. Have you checked out Unrivaled with Earnhardt and Gordon? It was the documentary on FS1. It'll make you, I got teary eyed at the end. I'm not gonna lie. Like when Jeff Gordon walks up to the Dale Earnhardt statue and, and he's like talking about him and like what it was like. But it's basically a documentary. Where it talks about their rivalry and like when he came in as like the twenty year old, and then like Dale had established, you know, and it was like a lot of those racers were like in their forties and shit, and Gordon was like this twenty year old kid that nobody felt like he paid his dues, and he was just fucking killing it. Won the first Indy five, uh, not what is it, Brickyard four hundred. He won the first race there at Indianapolis, which was huge, and like it pissed Dale Earnhardt off so bad, like he wanted that, you know, he got the second one. So it was just, it's really awesome to go back and watch that. But they talk about, like, there has never been another rivalry like that. And that's why people love NASCAR so much. I mean, do you remember that Dale Earnhardt was in the movie Basketball with uh, the, the guys that created South Park? I don't remember that. There, like, if you've never watched Basketball, you got to. I've seen it. It's okay. been a long time. So there's a part where they get in a taxi cab and they're like, "Get us to the game," and it's fucking Dale Earnhardt, and he's like, "Hold on tight," <laughs> you know, and they just like take off. It was like crazy shit. It was just crazy times. Like the '90s were so dope. Gordon and Earnhardt made that shit. I am so ready for another rivalry like that because I feel like that's going to help bring it to life as well as new cultural things. Um, one thing that I can think of right now is this is some completely outlandish shit. I was playing NASCAR Heat 3 the other night, and when I game, like, I listen to music. I'll, like, normally, like, I'll listen to, like, uh, dubstep music or, like, you know, like, EDM or, like, rap. So the other night, I'm racing, you know, and I'm listening to, like, some Post Malone, and then it goes off into, like, some fucking uh, Martin Garrix. It's this song by Martin Garrix. Can't think of the name of it right now, but... I was it was on the wait screen and it was showing like you know on NASCAR Heat Two it has like it shows all the shit. Yeah. Well, same shit on Heat Three, and this song it was just playing so fucking perfectly with it. And I'm like, how dope would it be if there was a DJ in the in the fucking infield while the race was going on? And although there was a race happening, there's also a live fucking concert, and they're just blasting music while these people are fucking Blast racing. Turn a NASCAR race into a into a, a split event of a, a music festival slash race. That would be a good way to bring people in. It would be dope at Dega. I'm not like they already have like musical guests at nighttime there, but like if you can like be bumping some music because when I was a kid I used to go watch Talladega races. I would like put my headphones in and like listen to fucking. 
Talladega Night soundtrack while I was watching, like listening to fucking uh, Audio Slave and shit while they were racing. My my dad wouldn't go for the headphones. We just had to listen to the whine of the the engines. Oh no, dude! See, when I go to a race, I gotta I gotta be dialed into somebody. I gotta listen to shit because you like, dude. There's nothing better than listening to somebody lose their shit over a radio. Except for the guy behind you losing his shit. Yeah, well, see, when you have those, you don't worry about it. You just feel the it's beer dropping all over your shoulders. <laughs> like, I like I, I kind of like to stay tuned into the crowd. So, I mean, let's be honest. The the fans, they're really the heart of NASCAR. The drivers, they, they do all the racing, but the fans, that that's what NASCAR needs to survive. Yeah. NASCAR the fans are getting older. There's not a lot of newcomers coming in. And the ones that are, they've been stereotyped as, like, rednecks and shit. And, and so I think that's why it's good that... NASCAR has a lot of young drivers right now. They've they've got a lot of good young up and coming drivers. Right. And uh, that's what NASCAR needs, you know. And the sponsors too, like Elliot Chase Elliott sponsored by Hooters. You know, if he wins a race, you get, like, free wings. That, yeah, which is cool. That yeah. shit's dope. Yeah. Like, you need yeah. more of that. Like, yeah. I'm not... When, when I see Brad K come around in the fucking discount tire car, I don't take him seriously. If I see that fucking... Like, last week at fucking Texas, when I saw that middle light, I'm like, oh, there's Brad yeah, K. Yeah. There he is. Like, this is where he wins races. He wins... Brad K's <laughs> about to go slam some of himself. Exactly. Like, yeah. K. Harv. When he, when, I'm not gonna lie. I like the Hunts Brothers Peacha scheme. Like, yeah, the, the paint scheme. Cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. But he's just a dot. The Jimmy Johns is his shit. Freaky fast. You remember last year he had those four straight races. Yep. It was fucking freaky fast. Yep. So you it's like never that. never bad to be freaky fast. No, not at Especially all. Especially NASCAR. One was interesting. Daniel Hemrick, the number, he drives number eight for RCR. Last year, like this year, it's like completely gone. He's like the ca- Caterpillar. I think he's a sponsor now in Bass Pro. But uh, which I don't understand because that's Truex's gig. I don't know why he's got a Bass Pro. But did they have a rift. Oh, yeah? I guess. I don't know what the fuck's happening, wow. but he had the Smoky Mountain Snuff car, which was cool as hell because it's like it's it's like alternative to dip. Because right. I remember like it was like the Skull car. I remember that car when I was a kid. I was like, this is fucking great. This is a Skull car, and Absolutely. like you just look at all that old shit. But I don't know. There's just there's so much they can do, and there's so much they need to do. And your ideas matter too, Garage Fam. So I mean, like tweet at us. You know, tweet at me. Tweeted tweeted NASCAR Joe. Let, let's figure some shit out. We got to get you a NASCAR Joe Twitter made. If you want to see a big red car, let them know. Yeah. Big red you cars. Big red. Fuck you. Can yeah, Kyle it? Larson doesn't drive the Target car anymore. Target dropped his ass. Mm-hmm. We're not sponsoring NASCAR anymore. You don't have you don't have the things that we need. I don't understand why they did that. I think DraftKings should sponsor a car. That'd a be fan cool. Duel. That'd be cool. That needs to be a sponsor. Like you want to get more people to play NASCAR DFS, sponsor a fucking car. So that's one thing that that's, needs to happen. Some so things. I, I don't know if you have. I haven't seen any. Is there any cool paint schemes this week that you've seen? This week, I know that Eric Almarola is driving the Shazam number 10. Yeah, it's like a movie that's coming out. I guess like a superhero movie. Um, which, honestly, I've never really heard of it. But I guess it's like a knockoff of, uh, of like The Flash, maybe? So... Don't really know what's going to transpire there. Oh, one cool thing that did happen. I mean, I can look. I can look at. Uh, well, I know what's going to transpire. He's going to drive a fucking car. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, he's. Uh, I like the paint scheme's okay. Let me just see. Stuart Haas had some shit on Instagram. I know that uh, that uh, Kevin Harvick's driving the Hunt Brothers pizza car. Okay. Um, and then we got the uh, the Shazam car. Like we already said. I guess that. Uh. 
Like, that's a that's Chase Briscoe. No, he's not going to be racing Xfinity. Suarez, I guess, is driving the Haas car, and um, Boyer is doing that. I guess that's the the truck center car from last week. I think he's going to. Okay, Di Benedetto has HD Motorsports. So yeah, so you got it. Damn, that's a small screen. What what model iPhone is that? That's a five, bro. You still got the you still rocking the five. That's I'm insane. Five, dude. That's insanity. I hold on to stuff. I got I my ex, dude. dude. I have a phone that's like a, a whole like five generations like younger than yours. You have an OG phone. I have an OG phone. You but do. I'm an OG. You do that. Uh, D Benedetto. Yeah, he's got the HD Motorsports. That's really the only ones I, I mean, saw. The, the Smithfield car looks pretty good. So. Yeah, with the Shazam on it, that it's okay. Good. Amarola's been doing really well too. He's, he's one of those drivers that kind of came he's out. Been doing, he's been doing well since he got away from Richard Petty and then left that fucking shit show to old Bubba Wallace. Poor Bubba. I feel bad. I feel like he should have a way faster car. I mean, that's, you're the fucking king of NASCAR, supposedly. Like, aren't you supposed to have like the best team, the best equipment? You would think. I don't understand. You would think. It's just like where where else is your money going, Richard Petty? <laughs> we've, we've seen petty adventures not go so well in the past though. yeah it's like it's very petty you know they were going to make a movie about Richard Petty really? Dennis Quaid was supposed to play him and the shit fell through because I guess he didn't want to do a certain thing about the movie he didn't want it a certain way it's just like he doesn't want anything a certain way you don't want to win a certain way you're not going to win you, just, you have hey, a horrible I mean, team Petty's on his own terms he always yeah. has been Petty's, Petty is petty hashtag Petty, petty will be petty so We'll keep that. One, one thing I do want to say is uh, for anybody that watched NASCAR Hub today, uh, Daryl Waltrip announced that this will be his last year in the booth announcing. No! Where's he going? He's just he's going to retire. He's just his, done. Yeah, he's just done. He's, he's, so he's with Fox, right? He's, he's with Fox, yes. So you think Gordon's going to just kind of like go – because he's like the third guy right now. Yeah. Gordon's just kind of that middle guy. Yeah, I guess he's kind of pushing him out. I don't know. You know how Jeff Gordon does. He just kind of nudges He always gets in and, and yep, makes it happen. Out, you know, make that inside move, you know. <laughs> he's he's uh, Rainbow Warrior. He's guess, coming in. I guess he's slingshot. I mean, yeah, really. A slingshot no, engaged to retirement. DW's had a, he's had a good career and – I'll miss listening to him and watching him. And I love watching uh, his brother, Michael Waltrip, yeah. like when he's like trackside oh, yeah. at the races. They're, they're both Goofy yeah. as fuck, oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I love that guy. And I remember he used to drive the Napa car for those yep. of you that haven't really Forever, went back that yeah. far. So, yeah, so it was dope to see that. And they, they, so they're doing some shit, you know, and I really sit down and take a step back. They're trying to do everything they can right now. I just feel like they need a little more of edginess. And they get that edginess, it's going to be fun. Maybe that's why he's taking a step back. Maybe they have a plan for somebody else. Garage Guys is going to bring the edginess to NASCAR. They always do. We're going to do it. It's going to be us, Joe. It's going to be us. Could be. Okay, so hey, let's NASCAR. talk. Let's talk a little bit about Bristol this week. So we were discussing uh, some of the drivers that are historically really good. Your your main man, KB, Rowdy Bush. Rowdy what are you thinking? So regardless regardless of like qualifying, we haven't even got there. I'm not going to go too deep into it because I'll make my picks after a certain time this week. You'll get to read that on rotoballer.com. Shout out to the plug, rotoballer.com. Get over there and read NASCAR content. <laughs> but uh, what do you think? Uh, how, how are you seeing this? I mean, he's he's at, what, 205 career races now after he, this past weekend in Texas? He's got a crazy amount of wins. He's yeah. going to keep stacking them up. And at, at Bristol, you can't count him or Kurt Busch out, really. I mean, they've got... 
They've got 13 wins in the past, I don't know, 10 or 12 years, something like that. Some crazy. Seven, right. I don't know. Something crazy like that. So let's look Let's look at the stats real quick because, like, I've become, like, a Kurt Busch guy. Like, right. since he's been with Chip Ganassi, I, I, the car, the we black. about that. And, I mean, he's there's no reason The matte black car. I mean, he's. He's cool. He's edgy. Both of them are really right. So looking at looking at Kyle uh, real quick, and since 2017, he's had two wins, two top fives, two top tens, three top twenties, and that's I guess that just all transpires since 2017. Kurt has had one win, two top fives, two top tens. Either of those are going to be. It doesn't really matter where they are. If you're willing to pay the money for Audi Bush, he's an every week play. Right. You can't like. I don't even really like to write about him in like my my top four drivers for each race because he's just somebody like. If you're going to pay for him, pay for him. He's going to get you some results he's, he's unless he gets wrecked. I, I mean, I think both of them. I think both of them go out every week and they expect to win. Right. And they expect people to think that they're going to. I don't think that's so much of the case for Kurt, though, because, like, there was so many people that were on the back end, and, like, when they look into Kurt Busch now, um, like, everything is completely flipped because of this team change. Like, he won the Daytona 500 with Stuart Haas, like, what, was it two years ago? 2016, I think? So he won the Daytona then, and then he was just kind of mediocre. And, like, this, like, it's like they dumped him, and he gets picked up by Jim Ganassi, and now he's killing it. He's had He's been leading Chevy right now. I know that he's leading Chevy in the points, I'm pretty sure. So he's doing great. Kurt Busch will definitely be another great play this week. Um, one other guy that you were talking about, who's like a sleeper for you this week? Like you're talking about a Toyota driver that was a sleeper. I think he also races with, uh, I want to say Stuart Haas, maybe. Mr. Uh, Mr. Matt DiBenedetto? Matt DiBenedetto. He could be a sleeper this week. Yeah, he could be a sleeper this week. I'm looking. I know since 2017 he's had the one top 20. He's done okay at Bristol. He's done okay at Bristol. In- he's been racing since 2015. I mean, the the best finish he's had at Bristol was uh, April the April race in 2016. He started 30th and finished 6th. And that was when he was with BK Racing. So... Yeah, yeah. Is he even with Stuart Haas? I don't know. He was just on those pictures with them. That was yeah. That was Amarola Harvick. Yeah. So ninety five is a Haas car. That's insane. I think we gotta double check this. We're taking a timeout. By the way, if you hear background noises and a lot of like screaming, yelling, we are in the back of a bar right now. Shout out to the bar. Uh, shout out to Union Square. Uh, thank you for letting us host our show here. You're a great bar that has a great room for us to do a podcast in. Thanks. We appreciate. So you got it pulled up? Yeah, that is... Is that... Oh, no, that's NASCAR. That's just NASCAR itself. Okay, so no, he is with Go Fast Racing. Okay, Go Fast Racing is his team, not Stuart Haas. I know because they have a certain number scheme. And like their numbers are a certain way, and that, that ninety five was just completely threw me off. So that was a slip up on our part. We got it fixed. Go fast racing. Uh, so yeah, he finished twenty second in August of last year and twenty first in April fifteenth. So could be a good sleeper. You did say the Yodas. You're taking on to the Toyotas. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm picking Yoda this week. So so Joe's taking Toyota. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and j- just because it's just my bias, like I want to take Chevrolet, but. 
I really think that it's going to be another week for Ford. <laughs> like, just, I don't know. Like, Hamlin got the win at Texas. I feel like something wild is going to happen either with with, Pen- with Penske. I think something's going to happen with Penske this week. I'm not totally off with Chevy. I did. <coughs> look, all right, so obviously it, it hasn't happened yet. I'm picking Kurt Busch. You're picking to Kurt win to win? The, no, to, to sit on the pole. I'm picking Kurt to, to okay. sit on the pole. I like that. I, I, I'm going to hate that if he does. This is a really gut feeling. This yeah. just, hey. I don't want Kurt Busch on the pole. I want Kurt Busch in, like, 30th. Like, that's where he needs to stay. Yeah, I need him for fantasy. I don't need him to take the pole. Unless he can lead every fucking lap. <laughs> that's the only way. And, like, I kind of have... Like I would say, I have that faith, but you gotta watch out for the Penske boys. Like you gotta oh, watch yeah, out for Logano yeah, and Brad Kay. And I, my my dad would slap me in the face right now if he knew I was like talking about Ford like this. <laughs> I, I've just... got Joey Logano in my fantasy right now. I mean, I've yeah, got, let's talk about that. So I've got one. I've got I've got three guys that that drive to- Toyotas. So you're not doing right DraftKings. You're doing it, NASCAR Fantasy Live. So tell a little bit about like how how that all works for you. So, you get uh, you get ten picks for each driver, and obviously, you can't just pick somebody to play every week. You have to save them for certain races because they only give you ten picks. So that's why I use different guys for different stuff. Like I'm using Joey Logano this week because he's he's won this year already. Ford's pretty good this year, right? He's 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 you know, not a bad pick. He's a sensible pick. He's been racing good the past couple years. He's a competitor. He is he is you know, decent. So I, I just, will say that. I, I pick guys, you know, and I've got Denny Hamlin sitting in my garage right now in case. You know, and so you can put him in at any like, time during the race. It, well, so uh, you can put him in at any time until after the second after the second round. Okay, so after so, second stage, after the that's second when it's stage, done. That's when it's done. So that comes in handy big time, like if you have if a driver has, that wrecks. Somebody has a wreck, yes. Or if okay. somebody, you know, has a bad penalty, they go a couple laps down. Do the points like begin accumulating once you put them in, or are they already accumulated? They're already accumulated. So you just plug them in. It's like a cheat in. code. You just, so you yeah. just plug them in, you know. it's. I think it's mostly just for if some, some driver that you have in there has a wreck, you can just plug somebody in. If they ever did that in DFS, though, like there would be like chaos. Yeah, you can't that, do that. Yeah. <laughs> it would. It would yeah, screw it all up. So, so that is something cool. If you haven't checked out NASCAR Fantasy Live, definitely check it out. I'm just kind of getting into it, so I'm gonna probably get on there this week, set a lineup with you, and uh, we're gonna see how it works out. Do they have an app or is it just online? They have an app. They have an app. So we have an app. We're good to go. I'm going to download that. You guys should do it too. Um, so definitely check that out. Check out Bristol this week. Bristol is a hot race. I know a lot of you listening to this right now are probably like, why the fuck are you still talking about NASCAR? But you know what? Because we love it. Exactly. We fucking love it. Times are changing. Get on the NASCAR train. Fantasy NASCAR is fucking alive. And go buy a Toyota. All right. So before we get off sports, there was one thing you brought up to me. Uh, fantasy golf. Have not fucked with it a lot. You are actually uh, just a golf fan. Just a golf fan. Yourself. Yeah. So, so tell me what you were talking about. Let's tell the listeners about uh, this purse for, uh, what was it, the Masters this year? The Masters. Coming up this weekend, uh, the purse for it was, I believe it was $11 million. $11 million. $11 million. And 
If you finish in the top 24, I believe you get a hundred thousand dollars piece. It's crazy. That's fucking nuts. It's like crazy. I want to know, like, does that even compare to what NASCAR drivers get paid? So, so basically, if you win the Masters this week, you're probably gonna make one point nine eight million dollars in like one day. In one day, yeah, for being the best golfer on the golf course. That's, that's dope. And, like, that's the most, like, I mean, there's, a, like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of skill that goes into golf. Yeah. I played golf in high school. Absolutely. It's not fucking easy. No, it's not. I literally had, dude, my slice was so bad that I've I literally. I've been playing golf for 15 years, and I've been terrible at golf for 15 years. Like, forever. So. I want to know how much. So, with fantasy, I know they have they have DFS, fantasy golf. Um, so, there's, I need to, like, really get into that more. I need to, like, I need to be in everything. Yeah. It's a fantasy sports podcast. We need to be in all fantasy sports. Golf is something that you can definitely break into. Yeah, I'm gonna I mean, check it out. I did. Predict, I did a lineup like three years ago, but I never like followed up on it. Like I just did like one or two. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fuck with. It. I'm gonna see what happens. I want to know. Does, does Does DraftKings do a fantasy golf? They do, they and do. FanDuel. Okay, and FanDuel. So DraftKings and FanDuel have fantasy golf. I just haven't got too deep into it. I know we got some guys over at Rotoballer that do talk golf. So all you guys listening, go to Rotoballer. As always, check it out. Premium content. We got it all at Rotoballer.com. Fantasy golf. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do more research on that. Next week I might come back with a little bit of it. I may not. Who knows? But you always know you can go to Rotoballer.com and get that shit checked out. Real talk. So let's slide off sports. Garage talk. Um, we got some things that we got to discuss. Okay, so I've talked about. I did a, a video on my Instagram um, a couple weeks ago where I was like listening to a song by a rapper named Blueface. Blueface, baby. And I think we've talked about him a couple of times on the show as well, and about how I just do not understand what the fuck's going on with him. So you actually kind of like Blueface. I halfway like Blueface. This is good. This I, is good. You know, Blueface explain. Like Blueface and I hate Blueface because sometimes I just trying to be on the next time. Okay, he raps so bad that it just makes me want to listen to him. And then sometimes he actually has some decent songs. You know. And so what wizard gave him? I'm still confused about Blueface. When did he like, sell his soul to the devil? Basically, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's basically what it is. It was how much money did you have coming into this rap thing? How much? So, how much did you do? Like, what wizard you did you talk to? I mirror, mirror on the wall. Paid and how much? So that way I can have a rap career. Too. I think. See, and, and face. I think anybody can have out, a rap face. career in in today's time now, just because of like. Like after Blueface made it, I was listening to that shit. Like busted down Tatiana, ah, ta 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 ta. Yeah. The beats over here, yeah. his vocals are over here. Absolutely. And but I'm just like, like I got this. Interesting at the same time, though. It's like I think that's his thing. I guess maybe is to be a little bit just off be off. Beat, off but he, but he, like the, these songs are like club bangers. Like, can you explain? You've done some research for us, Joe. Explain what what this? Who is this guy? Where did he come from? What's happening? I, honestly, I don't know who he is and where he came from. But I've sat down. I got on Amazon Music one day after hearing Tatiana. And I listened to probably about 12 songs. And out of those 12 songs, two of them were decent. Yeah. At best. <laughs> 
decent. You know, that sounds about right ro- from what I I've ro- heard. I rode around Bogalusa with my windows down. I had all four windows down, the sunroof open. I'm driving down Avenue F. Paper, and I'm, paper and mill, I'm banging all blue your windows, face, baby. <laughs> and I got it. I got the volume turned all the way up to thirty, and I'm riding around through there, and people are looking at me like I'm crazy, and they're like, "What is this guy listening to?" Did you did you have I like was, that hoodie on that you're I wearing was, right now? For, for those of you who know, he's got like the hardcore like real tree camo shit going on right now. With with the with the Cleveland Indians hat. With the Cleveland Indians hat, dope. I had all the windows down. They was looking at me like I was crazy, but they was also looking at me like, "What is he listening to? How come I'm not on that?" You know. I need to be I, on. I this think shit. it's. I think he's intriguing, and I think that I think that's the reason why he's got a couple hits. You know. It's it's so different. Like I just gotta play a little snippet. It's it was this one part I lost my shit. Blue face, baby. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I bust down Tatiana. Yeah, I, I wanna see you bust down. He was like a total fuck boy. <laughs> are, you, are you watching the video? No, just this picture. You should pull up the video and watch the video. I don't even know if I want to go that far. He's on, he's on a football field. He's decked out in football uniform. He's in a football uniform. He's in a football uniform. He's got his chains on and Tatiana's on the sideline. This is where I lost my shit. Here it comes. I lost my shit right there. I was just like, my mom going to tell me I was going to break hearts. So I did break hearts and now I'm here. I'm blue face. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so offbeat that you want to listen to it to see how bad how is this gonna a end? rapper can I be and still make money. So we still haven't. I don't, are we ever going to be able to explain Blueface? I don't know. Is, is, <laughs> is, is, Blueface, is Blueface the Kyle Bush? No, no. Like, I would say... Are, are people just going to love to hate him? Who is... No, I don't... It, the, I don't even put him in the conversation. He's like he's like the hot seat driver that, like, hits the wall a couple he's of times. Driver, he's still got a long way to go. I think that, like, in the rap game right now, I mean, I, I still honestly think that, like, Wayne has has the crown. He's, he's slowly losing it. Like, I guess, like, the clout culture really turned rap, like, over. So it's it's hard to tell. Like I know Post Malone's huge right now. SoundCloud made everything crazy. It did, but I I love it because like I literally was having a conversation with with like I was working on Tuesday. Um, I had this gig and I was talking to a bunch of the people that were there and they were like you know they were around my age they're in the mid twenties and I'm talking to them and I'm like talking about Juice World and they're like who's like Juice, Juice World? World? I love Juice yeah. World. Juice World's a shit. It's good. They're like, who is Juice World? Like this, this chick was like, Juice World? Like, is that like a place you take your kids? Like, <laughs> I was just like, no, it's a fucking rapper, and he's pretty fucking dope. We've done a couple of reviews on him, you know. Like, we did a review on Juice World's new album. I thought it was fucking great. He's like, and we talked about last on last week's show too. For all of you that are listening, I mean, y'all y'all have already heard this, but you know, like, there's there's so many subgenres of rap coming out. Like, I'm a big Suicide Boys fan. They're from New Orleans, and they have like like metal rap kind of like they're like that really grungy like you remember that rock music back in the mid 2000s kind of the emo screamo shit i haven't got into them but i I know the genre that you're talking about suicide boys basically take old three six mafia 
and replaced him with two white guys. Okay. That's Suicide Boys. And they, they're just like, you know, they're talking about Satan and fucking, like, doing heroin. Like, just wild shit that I, that I have no part of any of it. But for some reason, when I throw fucking Suicide Boys on, I'm just like, this shit fucking slaps. And I'll just bump that shit for hours. Yeah, exactly. They're talking about smacking H up in my pain, show, And I'm just like, that's dirty. But you know what? That's a badass song. They're about to go to sleep, but I'm about to get my workout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. There's just so much going on with the rap. And and so if, comparing someone to Kyle Bush, I would probably like, I wouldn't, was, say, I wouldn't say probably, Wayne. All right. So look at Jeff Wayne. Gordon's that, like the little that Wayne. That was a bad comparison. It was horrible. That was a bad comparison. It was horrible, Joe. I, I, got, I got caught more up in you. the moment. <laughs> You know, it was playing the jam. I, I think Kyle Bush would be pissed off at you right now. Even you, you know the what? Fuck did you say? <laughs> at Rowdy Bush, come get me. Oh shit! I just called you out. I'm gonna see him at Dega. I'm gonna tell him. I still love you though. <laughs> yeah, he's a fan. See, you I don't. Most of your fans are children that Bush like M and M's. So be grateful for your adult fans that you have. <laughs> That's what I have to say to Kyle Bush. I'm gonna tell him that too. You, everybody listening needs to hold me to that. I'm gonna tell him when I talk to him. I'm gonna say, gonna I'm gonna tell him. How does it feel? Th- how, how do you feel that all of your fans are children because you have a, a candy on your car? I'm gonna hit him with that. I'm not a child. No, you're an adult. So, so I was saying I he should be grateful that he has an adult fan. Who, all right, so let's talk about this. Who can we compare Kyle Bush to in, in the rap in, game maybe, today? Like a newer rapper. Yeah. Okay, so. I wouldn't go as far as saying like Wayne or like Tupac and shit because like I feel like Tupac and Biggie are like Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt. They're in the Hall of Fame. Life. Yeah, they're Hall of Famers. I would probably compare Kyle Busch with today's rap game, Drake. I think That's I would compare him to Drake. That's a good one. Yeah. That's fair. Kyle Busch is Drake. That's fair. So that that just happened. Drake, you're Kyle Busch. Or maybe like a. Kyle, if you have a son named Adonis, take care of him. That's all I can say. Take care of Adonis. <laughs> Kyle, if you have him, I think he takes care of his kids. I can get down with that. I'm sure yeah. he does. I'm sure he does, too. Kyle, he seems like a stand-up guy off the track. It's he just, does. I don't know why everybody hates him. Everybody hates him. I don't know. I, think it's, fucking, I think it's the bows. I think it's the flag bows after the, the flag bow. He made a cartoon of himself with that on Instagram. Did he? Yeah. He's got like a cartoon, Rowdy Bush. I'm going to have to go like it. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I will. I don't know. It is what it is. I just we, we need somebody to compete with Kyle Bush. Heavy, like, th- and like they need yeah. to fight. And, and so who do fight. We, I mean, who do we see coming up that that could be? I mean, I don't want to say William Byron just because he drives a twenty four. He's so young. How dope would it be though if Chase Elliott would have stayed in the twenty four? We're I, back on NASCAR. <laughs> How do we get we're here? Back, we're back on NASCAR. <laughs> we love this shit. You know what? I, I would say that Chase Elliott is. If Chase would have stayed in the twenty four, to be like. And him and Austin Dillon hate each other. How dope would that have been, though? That would have been awesome. Number three, Austin Dillon, 24, Chase Elliott. They hate each other. Nobody hates each other now in NASCAR. Everybody's like, hey, L.E., let's, you know, everybody love everybody. I mean, that's cool. I support that culture. But at the same time, when I watch my NASCAR, I expect some fucking grit. I do. I mean, I want to see guys getting out of cars, pushing other drivers, being mad about them. And I'm not talking about Daniel Suarez and Michael McDowell. That fight sucks. we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. Like, if you're a shitty I mean, racer and you're even, fighting, you, and there's no you point. You go on YouTube and find clips of Jeff Gordon, you know, pushing up on people. Well, didn't he get in a fight with Logano or, no, Brad Kay? Jeff Gordon got in a fight with Brad Kay back in the gap. Did he? When, when Brad Kay was young, yeah. He, like, got up, all up in his shit before he retired. Young Brad Kay. 
I like that shit. I like that fire. Brad, and we need we need Brad that fire. Probably would have slammed him. Come out of retirement, Jeff Gordon. <laughs> Ooh, no, don't do that. <laughs> he would Stay win everything. Stay in the booth. Shit. Okay. So, all right. So, Blueface is not Kyle Bush. We got the right comparison. This is Drake. We got that. Um, I feel embarrassed about that now. That was a bad comparison. It's okay. It's okay. A lot of things happen. Don't judge me. If you go back and listen to a lot of these old podcasts, there's a lot of shit that I said that was fucking <laughs> wild, bro. Like, there is, you have nothing to be embarrassed about on this fucking show. Like, this garage, we're, we're open. It's an open garage. Open <laughs> garage. Talking, I'm just throwing stuff out. We're just fucking. That, that's what it is. It's what Garage Guys has always been. It's what it always will be. It's fucking epic. That's why we love it. What else? What else did you have jotted down for us? Ooh, what else is on the ledger? Down? Yeah. Nothing really. I think. I mean, the only other thing that uh, we said we were going to talk about was Boona. Boona. So Garage Jam. Let's go ahead and get He's no, no. Back up. Rewind. Garage Show of the Week. Entourage. Tell us a little bit about it. What about it? You you want to know about? I want you to yeah like without without spoiling it. Like there there are some weeks where we'll just spoil the show completely, but it's just one of those shows. I feel like you should just give a little premise. Like what's it about? Where is it going? You know. Well, Entourage is done. I started. Yeah, yeah, it's old show. I started watching it. All right, you guys are gonna think that I don't work a lot. Because I started watching it maybe a month ago, and I finished the whole series. Dude, people and watch shows in like a I, day, I bro. It's watch, okay. I finished watching the whole series in like nah, a little over a month, and it was great. It was the best. It was probably the best series that I'd watched on HBO, and I'd watched. Uh, I've watched The Sopranos. I just started The Sopranos. I've watched The Sopranos. I'm like and nine episodes. I can't even think of the other one on there. Uh, the one that Eastbound and Down. No, the one that takes place That's my in show. Uh, Baltimore. It was the cop show. I forgot what it's never, called. never fuck with that. I need to the check wire. it out. The Wire. The Wire. Yeah. Never so fuck with that. Oh, uh, dude, you gotta watch The Wire. Okay. The Wire's great. But I anyway, have so many shows. Like, I, I gotta get through The Sopranos somehow. Back to, so back to Entourage, though. So they're following Vinny Chase through his career in Hollywood and. There's all kind of cameos. I mean, there's if, if you've seen the movie that there was the show and then they put out a movie. Did you see? I've re- never movie? watched the movie. No. So they put out a movie too, and there's, I mean, Tom Brady's in, Mark Wahlberg's the executive producer. Boston guys. There's just there's so many cameos in there that keep you into it, you know. And, uh, there's just. Re- really great acting, really great story, and it's it's definitely worth. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch the whole series. Entourage, Entourage. Garage Show of the Week. I've never. I I'm, I got like two eps in and I, I stopped. So you I gotta, need. You got to get into it. Man. I know. It's, it's I'm crazy. trying. I'm trying so hard. Like everybody's probably gonna hate me, but I'm trying so hard to get into Sopranos. But it's just like. Now I just realized that high maintenance like has new seasons on HBO Go, so I'm like all about that shit. You ever watch High Maintenance? Is a TV series and it's about a weed dealer, and he lives in New York City, and every episode is different. So it goes into the lives of the people he sells weed to. So and it shows how they're all connected by this one weed dealer. And there's just different stories. It's very diverse. Great show. It's funny as hell. There's all kinds of crazy shenanigans that goes down. So since that's come out, like I've kind of taken a break from The Sopranos, and I've been watching High Maintenance a little bit more. 
But yeah, uh, shout out High Maintenance, great show. What's that? HBO, it's an HBO show. Yeah, it's a newer show, but they have three seasons. I'm just wrapping up season two, getting ready for season three while I've got Sopranos on pause. So eventually, I'm going to be able to get back into it because High Maintenance is my shit. Everybody knows we're a cloud podcast. I'm a cloud. I'm a cloud guy. Like the cloud, like to stay in the clouds sometimes. Um, So Garage Jam, so go ahead and let's let's wrap this baby up. Garage Jam, you brought to my attention. So, as all of you know, like, you know, we're based out of New Orleans. I'm based out of New Orleans, whatever. My hometown is Bogalusa, Louisiana. Um, and that is where we are tonight, uh, hanging out hanging out with the homie. And there's a song called Bogalusa by Buna. That's it. All right, so we That's have it queued up, queued up, queued up, whatever. I like to say quee. I'm a quee guy. I don't like to say Q. <laughs> they, Jordan called me out on my shit on that a couple of, about a year ago on an episode. I was like, "It's in the queue." He's like, "You mean the fucking queue?" <laughs> like, yeah. So uh, we're we're gonna play it. We're gonna ride out with the song. But uh, so you said you said that you you found the song how long ago? It's an older song, uh, right? Yeah, the song's been out. I don't even know how long it's been out, but my wife actually introduced it to me. It's. It's her jam. She gets a she gets a couple of drinks in, and she wants to listen to Bogalusa by Buna, and it kind of gives you. It's pretty much a ride through Bogalusa, you know. Just and bumping you can, it. You can check it out on YouTube, and uh, you can watch the video. It's pretty hot. He does a couple About of shots it. in front of uh, Citizens Bank, you know. And <laughs> he just goes. Around. Is he like doing like he, shots, like actual no, shots no, no, in front I mean, of? Like, there's a couple <laughs> of camera shots in front of Citizens, and you know uh, he's out in front of the one stop, you know, and. He's gotta just, be in the one stop. Hey, gotta have I mean, that shit he's there. He's just he's he's can I can I say at Zant Life? I mean, I, I mean that's if, what he's. Yeah, I know Josh. About. Josh. Josh may that's like his thunder. You yeah. kind of steal his thunder. I don't want to. I don't want to steal his thunder, but I mean that's Josh. All about that Zant Life. I did. I mean, I listened. <laughs> I listened to the podcast last week, and since we're on Zant Life, I mean, hey, and fuck it, we're we're on that Zant Life. There we go. Yeah. There we go. So we're gonna give you a little little taste. We'll taste of the BOG by Buna. We out, you know, guys. You can follow me at Garage Guy Chase everywhere there is to follow. Um, you can follow Garage Guy Sports at Garage Guy Sports everywhere. So Garage Guy Fancy Sports. If you're not already following us and you're listening to this, do that. Also, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts right now, when you're done. Make sure you hit five stars and write us a review. I don't care if you put one letter in that motherfucker. Just review. Just say K. You can just say K. Literally, it's all I care you say. Give us five stars and a letter. That's all we need. Or if you're feeling fucking, if you're feeling the love, you're feeling the vibe, you love this shit, write us a fucking review and just say, hey, this shit's great. Or say, hey, this shit sucks ass. Don't listen to it. I don't give a fuck. Just rate and review. We need more of that in, the, in this world. If you're listening, you know you like the shit. Just go ahead and write some. Exactly. If you've gotten this far into it, you better already fucking have rated and reviewed. Because if you're listening to these whole podcasts and you haven't done that yet, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. But you may claim that you're Garage Fam, but you're not fucking certified. Okay? I got a lot. We got a lot of followers on Twitter. I got a lot of you guys following me on Twitter. And I know out of all my followers, there's no way in hell you've all rated reviewed and possibly subscribed so don't give us a bad review because i said i like to blue star exactly blue yes face. blue face can't even remember the guy's name bust it down that's a tana can't even Kyle Bush. 
<laughs> You're never gonna live I, that down. I compared him to Kyle Busch. Wow. <laughs> oh shit, that's great. Sorry, Kyle. You're gonna you're gonna get a new Twitter soon, NASCAR Joe. Ooh, we'll see. We'll see. All right, so we're we're gonna have some places for you to follow uh, NASCAR Joe. I'll try to as soon as he gets all that set up because he's Twitterless right now. As soon as he gets uh, Twitter set up, NASCAR Joe, you can follow him, and I'll get that out to you guys one way or another. Thanks again for listening, guys. Again. Brought to you by Rotoballer.com. Get over to Rotoballer right now. Go to our premium NASCAR content. Use promo code GARAGE. Get 10% off. Shout out to Frank, my new lawyer in New York. Shout out to the Slap Wars. Shout out to a great fucking week. We'll be back next week to talk about all kinds of other random shit. The draft's coming up. Get pumped. Get excited. NASCAR Joe, it was fucking amazing having you on. Good catching up as always. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, we got that Buna Bogalusa. We'll see you next week. We out. This is City of Dope. Bogalusa. BOG, BOG, do you rip it like me? I rip my city, yeah, I rip BOG. BOG, BOG, do you rip it like me? I rip my city, yeah, I rip BOG. Bogalusa, where you from the rich town? Where you from the satellite third or the four pound Bogalusa? Where my real niggas at? Where my real bitches at? It don't matter, just rip Bogalusa. Do you rip it like me? Bogalusa, do you rip it like me? Bogalusa, do you rip it like me? Do you rip it like me? Do you rip it like me?